Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Jermaine Harrison, and I'm so glad that you're joining us. I'm joined, as always, by our co-host, Will McElroy. You heard it here first. He is not a teenager. He's, in fact, 23 years old, yes, and he's sir. on our students team. We're glad he's here. Come on. Also joined oh, well. by Kaylee Wright. Hey there. She's always bright and in sight, and we're glad that she's on the podcast today. And our student guest... Um, who needs no introduction, but we'll introduce him anyway. His name is Lucas Rambo. Epic last name. Lucas, we're so glad you're here. Why don't you, you introduce Jermaine. yourself to the audience? Yep. I'm Lucas Rambo. Uh, I just graduated high school, and next year I'll be going to Harding University. In Arkansas? Correct. In Arkansas. Yeah. Awesome. Well, on every episode, we always start off with an icebreaker question to just kind of um, set the stage for where we're going, have some fun, invite the audience into the the debatable topic that we have. And for today, guys, this is this will be a, a hot take, maybe a spicy one, if you will. I was having a conversation with some friends at lunch today, and the conversation was, what month of the year is the best month of the year? And what month of the year is the worst month of the year and why? And you can't use the fact that your birthday is in that month as a reason. You you want to be as objective and as broad in your perspective as possible. So, Kaylee, why don't we start with you? I was so best nervous you'd pick me first. And worst month and why? Okay, I think the best month of the year is March. And here's why. Because wow. I don't really love... January or February, but all good things seem to come in March. The spring is coming. You have spring break that's happening. Everyone's starting to turn their heads from it's so cold to like, oh my gosh, it's going to start getting warm soon. Mm. So spirits are just lifting overall. And then I think the worst month is either January or April. <laughs> Why? Why January? January April? is so cold, and mm. but people still like new beginnings. So I think it's actually April is probably my least favorite month because it just rains the whole time, and everyone's like, "Spring is here," but April is always rainy, mm. and mm. so everyone like hypes up April so much, but it always underdelivers. Those are those yeah. are that's a great opinion. Will, yeah. what about you? I am surprised I agree with you, Kaylee. What? <laughs> <laughs> with Literally. both best month with, and with worst both. month. That's what I was actually. Uh, Thinking, although worst month, it's a toss up. I, I agree with best month. It's either March, maybe May. You could convince me May, but March or May. Worst month for me is either January or September. And only because pop culture just affirms September. The uh, like, do you remember the twenty first night of September? No one remembers the twenty. Like, tell me, like, what did you do <laughs> but, on the twenty first night? More songs have been written about September than Wake any me up other month. When September ends. Like mm. literally That's pop culture point. just says like September is not good. Mm. Wow. Wow. That is a hot take. Lucas, what about you? I would have to disagree with both of you guys. <laughs> okay. I think that July is the best month of the year. <laughs> July. 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 Let's go. And worst? I would have to say February. Yeah. Mm. July is my favorite because I don't mind the heat. It's not that bad. Mm. Okay. Um, and you play tennis in it. Yeah. yeah there's no uh. school. Which is just a, I mean, it brings it from down here to up here. Yeah. And um, it's just, you're not dreading having to go back to school yet because there's still a little bit of time left and it's not August, but mm. February, it's just bitter cold. Yeah. 
you're in the middle of the second semester. It mm. just, no that's Valentine's Day though. <laughs> Valentine's yeah, Day is overrated. More reason for it to be yeah. no bueno. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you for your thoughts. Here are my thoughts. Hello, Jermaine. The best month of the year, hands down, is December. Why? Because it's not as cold yet in Texas. It's almost the end of the first semester. And there's no other time in the year when they're as happy as December. Thanksgiving has just happened and they're looking forward to Christmas, maybe spending time with family or friends, opening Christmas presents. There's just a general sense of joy and delight and gratitude and enjoyment that just comes with the season. So that's why I pick December. And hands down, I think it's not even close. The worst month is August. No. Wrong. For Wrong. all those reasons Wrong. that Lucas just no. said. Yeah. You know, August Boo. is kind of like yeah. vacation time is over for most people or families or teenagers. It's time to start back school up again. But people are excited that first month. Are they cool. though? Okay, I uh, love August. You just told me I couldn't pick it because it was my birthday and it happens to <laughs> lie in August. Also, Taylor Swift wrote a song about August. So there's just the a Olympics, lot of redeeming qualities. The Olympics are in August. The, the start Olympics? Of August. Yeah, they're the start of August. Everyone loves new school Late July, supplies. August. My Guys. birthday is also in August, but I would have to put Boo, it Jermaine. We'll, we'll, is that the bottom? We'll, we'll have to bottom. put this as a you know a question on, on our Showland Dallas Instagram. What is the best month? What's the worst month? But anyways, guys, thank you so much for, for humoring me with that question. You're, I right. think, You're welcome. I think there's lots of hot takes on it. Yeah. So let's go. Oh, yeah, that's sure. good. Well, today, guys, we're going to be talking about how to not waste your life in high school. And... Uh, that's the topic uh, Lucas chose to talk about, and we just think it's so fitting because there's so many high school students, including myself, that I think I just kind of drifted along and just floated by. And I think God has given us a better way to live. And so we're going to talk about that and just how to not waste your high school years. And so before we get started, Lucas, why don't you just walk us through what high school looked like for you? Because I know you had even kind of a unique setup. So just right. share with us what high school looked like for you. Yeah, I had a little unique um, experience. So I went to Lake Highlands High School my freshman and sophomore year. And it, my life looked pretty normal, just like a lot of other high schoolers um, those two years. But after that, my junior year, I started going to T-Bar-M Tennis Academy um, and doing online school. So that looked a little bit different. I would, this was pre-COVID, this right? This was just pre-COVID. You, so, were, you were already online. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Online was maybe a little bit different than some people experienced um, when COVID hit. Um, it was a little bit better set up for like distance learning, mm -hmm. right. as, as they call it. But I would, so I play tennis um, during the day and I do my school during the day. Uh, I play about five hours of tennis and wow. um, yeah. do some school and I'm usually done by about four o'clock. And I'm involved in small group um, and community group through Watermark Church. That is about it. Okay, Lucas, that's awesome. And you're actually going to play college tennis, right? Uh, yeah, Okay, college tennis. That's awesome. So when you look back at your high school years, what would you say are just the priorities that most high school students have for themselves? Yeah, being liked by other people and being known by other people, kind of your social status, I think is huge in high school, mm -hmm. except I think most high schoolers look for look for that in the wrong places. Um, right. Also, things like um, achievements in sports and in grades, making the whatever team you're on, you can find a lot of value in that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I think I think it's helpful to maybe even define wasting your life a little bit, even as you you shared ways that you see or in your experience you saw how you or even your peers could um, prioritize something else um, over maybe 
a life devoted to Christ and you were talking about like being liked or being known or achieving or success or all of these different things. And man, like when it comes to uh, this idea of wasting your life, I think it all depends on your focus. Cause like for you, you um, play five, you played five hours of tennis for a couple of years when yeah. you were in high school. And, and so I want to say to the person out there who's really active or involved in a, in an organization, a sport, a club or whatever it might be that, there isn't necessarily anything wrong with your your activity or involvement in that you know organization or club or whatever it might be, but it's where your focus is at. It's where your heart is at. It's it's um, how you are viewing your use of time in that in that you know event or experience that determines whether or not you're wasting your life. Because all of those things are good gifts from the Lord. Like tennis is an amazing sport that He allowed humans to come up with and create, yeah. and it's so fun and it's a way to glorify God and honor Him and build relationships and maybe even live in a different way that your um, uh, teammates or competitors or coaches like see you living in a way that God intended you to live. But when you view that thing as as the end, as the ultimate goal of, hey, I'm going to play tennis so that I can be recognized, so mm-hmm. that I can be successful, so that people can praise me or whatever it might be. That's when it becomes a waste, when you use a gift or an opportunity that God gives you um, for a, a selfish motive or a selfish end in and of itself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Lucas, next question is just, what, what do you think it looks like for teenagers right now to waste their life? I know you talk more broadly, but just like specifically, what does it look like for uh, teenagers to be wasting their life? Yeah, um, chasing after like short-term highs that high school mm-hmm. has to offer. Not only high school, but but college as the path is leading for me right mm-hmm. now. So chasing after those short-term things mm-hmm. um, instead of the lasting joy that God provides. So like an example would be chasing after popularity and shallow relationships um, instead of Christ-centered relationships that are gifts from God and they produce joy. Proverbs 18 and 24 says, it says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. And Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, spoke on popularity. And I think that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I love that. It's really good. Here's a two-part question for you. What What does the world define as a waste and what do you think God defines as a waste? And just how how do those look different? Yeah, I think the world defines um, wasting your life as uh, chasing things such as Christianity, like going to church, mm-hmm. um, going to small group on Wednesdays could be a waste of time for the world. I think they would define success, especially in high school, as who you're dating, what sports team you're on, um, how are you performing, what are your grades. Mm. Um, as a high school student, that's what a lot of worth is found in um, apart from Christ. Mm-hmm. Instead of um, all of that, a wasted life for God would be anything, any life that doesn't live to glorify Christ mm-hmm. and what he did on the cross. Um, that would be a waste mm-hmm. um, in God's eyes. Totally. And I think like having to let that sink in can be pretty sobering, right? That like yeah. God would see a wasted life as one that's not lived glorifying him and one that isn't seeking to mm-hmm. accept the free gift of salvation. But even as you were saying that, Lucas, I think my mind like thinks back to how I wasted my life in the past. And I think it's helpful to know like God isn't looking at us in our rebellion or in our waywardness and being like, oh, I'm so upset with that person that's wasting their life. God longs for every single person to experience life with him and to live that life that you were describing an unwasted life, a life to the full. And so 
Um, God doesn't want people to be stuck there. He actually longs for us to come in and to experience life to the full. And so he's not upset, mad, frustrated, discounting people, but because we're his children, because he loves us. And um, as believers, we're made in his image. We're made to be in relationship with him. He he grieves it and he grieves when we aren't experiencing that life to the full. That's so good. His yeah. prevailing emotion isn't anger and annoyance. If you're chasing after being liked or being known or achievement or grades or whatever um, definition the world has, man, his prevailing emotion to you is compassion and grieving the fact that you're um, missing out mm-hmm. on what life is truly meant to be. And, and, and he wants to invite you into that. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk about you for Zan Lucas and and not even about the rest of high school kids, but more just Lucas. And what did it look like for you? Like, how did you know you were wasting your life? What did that look like? And, and how did it look to shift? And and what would you say change in your life to, to stop living a wasted life? Yeah. So when I started really following Christ, I looked back and realized that the things um, that I fa- found value in even only as far back as like a year um, I no longer found value in it all. And I just saw that I was wasting my life. I know it's said a lot around here that change is the most constant thing in our lives. Mm-hmm. I think that is 100% true. Mm-hmm. And um, just some some black and white things that I did to change and, and stop wasting my life was just getting into the word. I'm a big advocate for reading your Bible. And I'm by no means the perfect person for reading your Bible. Um, but I think um, through through community um, and accountability, it can for sure change your life. I think that's just a great thing. And one thing that I did was delete social media for a while just because um, I found that idol of popularity um, and I just didn't want that anymore. So I deleted social media and really started pursuing godly community. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, those are two countercultural things right. that a teenage dude especially would decide, you know what I'm going to do on a consistent basis? I'm going to spend time reading God's word, seeing and understanding more of who he is and aligning my life and my heart and my decisions and my emotions with his will and his way. And I'm going to not chase the the pleasure of popularity and being known that can come with social media. But instead, I'm going to take a break from that and, 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 and pursue being known by people who actually know me and want to encourage me and challenge me and help me move forward in my faith. Like, man, if you're listening and, 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 and you don't want to waste your life, those are two things that you could do today, like mm-hmm. right now, as we speak, getting into God's word and maybe even removing distractions from your life that might be causing you to pay attention elsewhere that you that you shouldn't be. So, yeah, I know looking back in my life, part of my story was seeking that the people pleasing, wanting as many friends as I could get and uh, just just gathering crowds and, and friends around me. And I loved how you mentioned, like, not just finding community, but godly community, because I had community in high school. I had a lot of friends, but they weren't godly. And if you don't have godly friends, uh, your faith is going to it's going to wither. It's going to fall apart. Uh, And without godly friends, like, I I think your faith will will slowly die. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you mentioned that you had godly community because without my people that are constantly pointing me back to the word that are constantly confessing their sins with me. Uh, my my faith would not would not be nearly as strong as it is now, and and so Lucas, I just one last question is what 
last advice would you give to high school students right now? And just to tell them like, hey, uh, this is how you don't waste your life. Yeah. So one of my favorite verses in the Bible is um, Mark 8.34. And it says, um, Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must Mm -hmm. deny themselves, pick up their cross daily and follow me. Um, So as I started really pursuing Jesus, um, one thing that I realized was it just, it was not just a one-time decision. It was a daily decision of not chasing after short-term highs that high school had to offer, but instead chasing lasting joys that God's word promises. Mm-hmm. Well, amen. That's amazing. Yeah. Preachers my, in sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that verse that just stuck out to me as you shared it. If you want to be my disciple, deny yourself. Yeah. And just as we were prepping for this podcast, I was thinking of this friend I had in college. He's about 10 years older than me. The most talented musician I'd ever met. He could get a job at any church he wanted. In fact, churches were just saying like, whatever it will take to hire you, we'll do it. And instead of working to be in music and worship and get a paycheck and to uh, have a livelihood, he decided I'm going to go live in this small town, not even a thousand people in it. It's a town that has no good youth ministry. It's a town where a lot of the youth are just being undiscipled. And he says, I'm going to go live there and I'm going to go disciple uh, students. And he is doing that. And so many people have just said like, man, that guy is just wasting his life. He works at a a pecan farm uh, to pay the bills. And I I tell him, no, he's making the most of his life. He's doing something that most people are not willing to do. And he's denying himself the pleasures that the world has to offer. And he's saying, I'm going to go minister where no one else is really willing to go. And I look at that. I'm saying like, well done. Well done, man. That is so awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, well, I definitely could see you working on a pecan farm, though. I think you'd be great at it. But, but in, all, in all seriousness, I love that story and the yeah. example of his life. And I don't know if all of us will be in a position where we are doing that exact mm-hmm. um, service for the Lord. But I think the heart of it is so good. And it makes me think of John 10, 10, where it says, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Jesus, have come that you may have life and life to the full. And each one of us, when we're considering what does it look like to live a life to the full or a wasted life, really do have to ask ourselves, how do I define life to the full? Do I define life to the full by having the dream job, the dream friends, the dream boyfriend, the dream tennis scholarship, if you will, but whatever it is. And for this guy that you're talking about, maybe it was the dream worship, you know, job Mm -hmm. that he had or in the world today, each person has an answer of that. And if it's not related to my security and identity in Christ and what he's done for me, then I think I'm missing the mark because we do have an enemy that's trying to help us redefine what is life to the full. And so I think that that was a good reminder for me, even thinking about my life and how I want to live it. That's amazing, um, man. I just thought about this as, as Kaylee was sharing and, and, you know, in connection with what Lucas um, last shared as, as his word of advice is that it's so easy in our world. We're, we're hardwired. Our natural disposition is to be selfish. And what I mean by that is what's in it for me? How do how will I look? How will I be perceived? How can I progress? How can um, I be perceived in a, in a way that I want to be perceived or whatever it might be? There's so much in our world of focus on me. And, and when you're focused on you, you're not focused on God and what he wants, and you're not focused on others and how you can love and care and serve them. And, and in that sense, man, if, if that's your reality, 
as as gently as I can say, you probably are wasting your life mm. if your life is all about you. And so, uh, man, Lucas, thank you for your your thoughts and and words of wisdom you, that you shared with us. Absolutely, we talked so about good. the fact that you know the world has a different definition of a wasted life than God does. Mm -hmm. And then we also talked about how godly community helped you personally not waste your life, and that you made tangible real life changes um, of spending time in God's word and of removing distractions that were causing you maybe to um, waste your life in a way that you did not want to. And um, lastly, we, we talked about this idea that uh, that we should all chase the lasting joy that comes with following Jesus because a life um, devoted to Christ is never a wasted life. And so if you're listening and you're um, evaluating your life, man, this is a great place to start. Am I focused to focus on myself and, and not focus on God and his word and the people that he's placed around me? Because he wants in compassion for you to not waste your life. And so that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you again. Um, great co-host and, and guest student Lucas for the Thank day. Um, if you have any questions about teenage life that you want us to discuss on the podcast, hit us up on uh, Shoreline Dallas, our Instagram. Slide into the DMs and we'll be sure to um, consider those questions for future episodes. But that's it for now. We love y'all. and We'll see you guys next time. Have a great week of worship. Thanks, Lucas. Let's go.